The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by NMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at NMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. NMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting NMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the, the money. Sunny. The skies oh, man, are sunny. You are through. You've done us wrong. Old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We'll get, we're going to talk about the stock market, the stimulus package, the vaccine, the elections. I mean, there is so much on the plate to talk about. And not only that, but we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff with regard to retirement planning. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. I love it. And I do. And if that's you, then this show is designed for you. Our, uh, our practice is designed for you. Our website is designed for you. We do it all for anybody who is over 50, who is retired or retiring soon. So if that is you then uh, this show is for you. So let me go over what, with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, as I mentioned, in our first segment, we're going to talk about the vaccine. We're going to talk about the stimulus. We're going to talk about the elections and what it all means between now and year end. And then also we're going to start talking about next year already. Can you believe it? It's almost uh, the end of uh, 2020. And you know what? I cannot wait for it to be over. This has not been the best year. Anyway, so we'll talk about that. Now, also this week, we're going to talk about uh, how to project, how to look into the future and project your cost of living during retirement. Okay, because that's, in our view, one of the most important numbers that you need to know when you are doing your retirement planning is what is it going to cost you to live while you are retired? So I'm going to go over with you the, the calculations and all the stuff that goes into that. We're going to have some fun with that. All right. Now, also, in case you did not know, we are prime, we are smack dab in the middle of Medicare open enrollment right now as we speak. And it goes on for about another month. Okay, and it's an important time. So we're going to go over five things that you need to know with regard to Medicare open enrollment. 
Now, you know, a lot of other shows might give you three, maybe four. No, we give you five. We give you the full Monty, ladies and gentlemen. We don't just, we don't scrimp on here. We're going to give you five of them. Now, also this week, I want to ask you a question. Back in March, when the, uh, when the stock market, the S&P, was falling like a stone and it went down, you know, at, at one point it was down almost uh, over 40%. My question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is what did your advisor do? Did your advisor tell you to take any action or did they tell you to do nothing? If they told you to do nothing, then I want you to listen later on in the show because I think that doing nothing was perhaps one of the most irresponsible things I can think of doing. All right, especially for somebody that is within five years of retirement or who is already retired. Okay, so we're going to talk about what was the plan back then and how did you feel about it when you looked at your statement or you went online and saw, you know, at the end of March what was going on with your investments. And so we're going to talk about that because in my view, one of the most fundamental, we, ha we have what we call investment principles. And these are our guiding principles when it comes to how we manage money for our clients. And our guiding principle, one of them is that growth is important. Certainly, we want to grow money. There's no question about that. But protection of principle is even more important. Many studies have looked at what's called sequential risk. Sequential risk means when you experience a big loss is extremely important. And we've talked about this on the show. If you experience it early in your retirement or before you retire, it has a, a, a very largely bigger impact on your ability. Yeah, largely bigger impact on your ability to stay retired or to retire than it happen, if it happens later in your life, like in your 80s or whatever. So we want to talk about that with you. So what was your plan and do you have a plan? And uh, I want to talk about ours. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. Don't you dare, because on this show, do we only go where we are expected to? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before, and therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week... And, and the estate tip of the week is on how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And this week, we're going to talk about how to pass on your digital assets. You know, if you think about it, all that stuff that you have, your pictures, your documents, your Facebook posts, your, your travels that you've got, all that digital stuff, it's one of the most important assets that you have, and perhaps you want to pass all that on, but you know what? Without your password, without your permission upon your death, guess what? Nobody can get in. So we're going to talk about how to pass on your digital assets to the aforementioned greedy unwashed at about 10 till. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. Yeah, they're going to be really happy. <laughs> now, you know, one of the things that uh, we are very, very proud of, and uh, I have to say, you know, sometimes the old expression is that if you don't toot your own horn, nobody else will. So I want to tell you that uh, for eight years in a row, Barron's actually named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And I'm very proud of that designation. But I can tell you that without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. And uh, we work with uh, uh, around 9,000 families in 48 states. We are proud of that. But again, without those beautiful, wonderful families that we work with, uh, we'd be nowhere. So all you clients, we love 
love you. We thank you. And once again, if you're not a client, our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And you can go there and find all kinds of stuff that I think will, will help you. Now, you know what? We have, uh, I, I want to dive into all this, but I want to tell you something quickly. Um, we have my youngest daughter home. Um, you know, we had her tested. She's home for Thanksgiving, but we had her tested uh, a week before she left to come here. And then we had her tested the day before she left, and then she drove here. And then when she got here, I pointed one of those uh, thermometer guns at her forehead, you know, that they, that they, to see if she has a temperature, and she didn't. And so I let her into the house. Um, but, you know, then I saw this morning that, uh, um, what's the guy, Elon Musk had four COVID tests. Two of them came positive, two came negative. So I don't even know if he can trust these stupid tests. But anyway, you know, you got to have Thanksgiving. Got to be with the family, right? Or wrong? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, the stimulus, the vaccine, the stock market, the elections, all the stuff that's going on. You know, one of the things that we've been saying all along, and we've said it for months now, is that with tens of millions of consumers out of work, unemployed, the only way, you know, because most Americans are not you know, they don't have large amounts of savings. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And so if they can't consume, if they don't have the money to consume because they've lost their job due to the pandemic or other reasons, then what could happen is that if consumption, 70% of our economy is consumer spending. So if the consumer shuts down, that can have a significantly detrimental effect on profits for companies. If their profits go down, usually what happens is their stock prices go down as well. And, uh, you know, it's a vicious circle. So what happens there is that the stimulus package, in our view, is still the most important thing to keep your eye on. And it looks like that there's going to be a stimulus package. We don't know exactly when it will come. I... I I'll go out on a limb and say, I think we'll actually have one this year. And, you know, and there's a lot of talk that it won't happen until January and all that. I think it'll happen this year. And the reason I say that is because politicians have a very strong self-preservation instinct. And the longer they go without a stimulus package, the more people are not going to be able to make their rent payments, their mortgage payments, the more businesses, small businesses are going to go under, all kinds of bad things will follow, and the worse it'll get, and those people vote. And there's a midterm coming up in two years, and those people will not be happy if they've gone into permanent unemployment. They'll remember who did not give the package. And so politicians, I think, understand that, and therefore I think a package is coming. Now, you couple that with apparently there are several vaccines, not just one. Pfizer announced one, but I saw that uh, SmithKline also said they have one, and uh, you know the Russians claim they have one. So there's, there's, we're going to have like an overload of vaccines here soon, it appears. So if we have a vaccine and we have stimulus, oh my gosh, I can see the S&P and the Dow climbing quite a bit on that news. And so we're, we're, uh, we're bullish right now. We're looking, we're fully invested. We're not seeing any signs of any reason to be selling and getting out and protecting, but that doesn't mean that won't change. You know, the markets can change your mind in the blink of an eye. And that's why in the fourth segment today, I'm going to be talking about uh, our invest and protect strategy. I believe you should always have a plan to protect yourself against big losses. Without it, you're running naked and uh, it ain't good. 
I don't think so. So uh, that's the view. We'll tell you, uh, we'll see how it goes. Last week, I said that we might see all-time highs uh, if a stimulus package happened before the end of the year. <laughs> I didn't know that within four days of me having said that, we'd have an all-time, a new all-time high. So wow, you know, it's like uh, sometimes... I surprise even myself. Anyway, uh, I want to invite you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And while you're there, you can sign up to attend our, we have uh, seminars on retirement planning uh, during the pandemic, what to do now. We also have uh, seminars on what to do with Medicare open enrollment, on Social Security, when, how, to take Social Security if you're making that decision. You can also, on the website, you can uh, click on Meet with an Advisor. You can actually sit down with a uh, real-life human being virtually, and uh, we'll work through an entire retirement plan with you. We'll build a cash flow plan with you. We'll help you to decide if you can retire or not and all that kind of stuff, and we'll do it all in no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, fantastic. And if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. No charge, no obligation. We'll part friends. Shazam! Shazam is right, Gomer. So tons Tons of uh, resources for you. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to project your cost of living in retirement. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. So we talk about Social Security. We're going to talk in this segment about how to project your cost of living, how to plan for that during your retirement. We talk about estate planning, income taxes, the stock market, you name it. We talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And uh, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And uh, I've been uh, in this business now... I can't believe it, but for 30 years. Jeez. Ah, I've been good. <laughs> yeah, we actually forgot to celebrate that. Back in uh, back in August is when uh, when I actually achieved 30 years in this business. It's unbelievable. I thought I, I started when I was five years old, kids. Uh, that's when I did it. I was five. I showed up to work, and I was, I was very young, but I was a prodigy. Uh, but anyway, um, our firm is Retirement Planners of America. We specialize in retirement planning, as the name implies. And, uh, you know, uh, we've actually uh, been on the Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies twice now. And uh, we're very proud of that. We, we love to see our company grow, obviously. But without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. And we work with uh, uh, around 9,000 families in, uh, in 48 states. And we are honored and we are so blessed. We, we thank you, all you clients, for deciding to have us as your retirement planner. If you are not a client, we'd love to visit with you and see if there's a fit. And once again, our website is rpoa.com. And uh, so I want to talk with you now, as I said, about uh, how to project into the future and look and see what your cost of living while you are retired is going to be. And, and the reason why that number is so important is because, you know, what we perceive our job to do is, is to make sure, to the extent that we can, that your money lasts as long as you do, that we support the lifestyle that you want, that you go out and have your retirement, which we call your second childhood without parental supervision. So whatever that means to you, if it means going out and playing golf, traveling, spending time with your family, uh, you know, giving your time to charities, whatever it may be that you want to do, we want to facilitate that for you. We want to help you to make it happen, and we want to mind your financial store for you while you're doing it. So to be able to do that, we need to know what it's going to cost. 
because you know the example I've always given is that how much money you have is not as important as how much you spend. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you have $100 million, okay? You are a very, very wealthy person. $100 million, you have that in your investments, okay? So by all measures, you are an extremely wealthy person. But let's say that your cost of living is $25 million a year. Well, how long is your money going to last, right? Four years? <laughs> so, so it's not how much you have that counts, in my view. It's how much you spend that counts. Okay, so let's reverse that story. Let's say you have $1 million and you're a real cheapskate. You, you pinch every single penny and your cost of living is $30,000 a year. How long will your money last now? <laughs> what, 33 years? Okay, so you see the difference between a hundred million where it only lasts four years and a million where it lasts 33 years? And that's without returns or anything else. I'm just talking about straight up. But the point being that it is your cost of living. It is the most important number in our view to look at when it comes to your retirement plan. So let's go over how to do that. So it's an exercise. And if you come in to visit with us, we're going to ask you to do this. And uh, I had, I've had many people say it's a painful exercise, but I'll tell you, it is worth doing. It's important in my view. So the first thing you want to do is, and, and again, you're projecting your cost of living in retirement. Not now, okay, because your cost of living can be different when you have wages than it would be while you are retired. Okay, we have clients who have moved to uh, places where it's cheaper, for example, or if they've downsized their homes. You know, they've done things to reduce their cost of living. So the first thing you want to do is look into your retirement and say, okay, when I'm retired, where am I going to live? And that's a very important question because, you know, if you choose to live in the big city or you choose to live out in the country, or you choose to move to a, you know, there are a lot of people that are moving to Costa Rica, you know, I've, I've heard, and the cost of living down there apparently is, is, is very inexpensive. So where you live is the first thing. Where are you going to live, and what's it going to cost while you live there? Are you going to have all your debt paid off, in which case you have no mortgages, no rent, no nothing, right? So that could be one thing. And, and then you want to look at basically everything you spend money on. But you know, one of the things that a lot of times I find that people don't include in their cost of living is having fun. You know, I mean, when you're retired, don't you want to go have fun? You want to have your second childhood without parental supervision, right? You want to go play. So build that in. If you want to take trips, you will. This pandemic is going to end. So do you want to take trips? Do you want to, uh, you know, do you want to buy an expensive golf club set and join a golf club or change or whatever? Whatever it is you're going to do, include all of the fun stuff as well. The other thing that you have to include is if you are giving money to charity. A lot of times uh, clients are giving money to their church or to their favorite charities and all that, and they don't count it as part of their cost of living. It's important that you do because if you're going to be spending that money and you want to keep doing that, then your investments need to support that. It's, it's, it's an expense, even though you know, it, it's worthy, but it's still an expense. You need to, you need to account for that. And then, so, so that number, we don't include income taxes, but it is also important to include your property taxes, insurance. 
you know, things that come around once a year. A lot of times people go, you know, well, my cost of living is such, and then I'll say, well, what about your property taxes that come? Oh, that, yeah, well, we have that too. And then what about your insurance on your car and your home? And oh, yeah, well, we got that too. So include things that come around once a year, you know, that, uh, or, or, you know, that uh, maybe you, you're not taking into account. You want to include every single thing that you spend money on in that calculation. You've got to come up with a realistic number. And then what I would recommend is that you add 10% to whatever the number you came up with. Okay, that way you're being conservative. We'd rather overestimate on your expenses during your retirement than underestimate. Okay, because we want to know what that number is because then what we want to do is design a plan around supporting that lifestyle. And if we don't know how much it's going to cost, how can we do that? So you see why that number is so important? And then if the number is too big, guess what? <laughs> we got to walk you off the ledge. <laughs> or maybe you continue to work longer before you retire. So all of that exercise we'd love to do with you at no charge or obligation. And if you want to do that with us, we'd love to help you with it. So if you go on our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, when you're there, click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, then we'll visit with you virtually. We'll schedule a time to do that. And uh, we'll go through your entire retirement plan with you. We'll, we'll build that cash flow plan I just talked about. We'll talk about sources of income as well, which we didn't talk about today. Uh, we'll talk about social security with you, your 401k, your all the stuff that is going to impact your retirement cash flow. We want to help you with get a clear picture, no charge, no obligation. And if we can help you, great. And if not, we'll part friends. So take advantage of that. It's rpoa.com. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Medicare open enrollment, five things you need to know. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Why, thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, as the name implies. And uh, so if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then this show is designed for you. Our firm is designed to cater to you. And our website, rpoa.com, is designed to give you lots of information, resources, references, videos, articles, podcasts, about how to make your retirement the dream come true that you want. We call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. And uh, in 2018, uh, the Better Business Bureau gave us what they call the Torch Award for Ethics for a large company. Wow! So once a year, they give an award for ethics, and we were very, that's for us, ethics is, is the single most important thing that we believe that, that we need to have. Uh, is ethics because you know when you're a fiduciary, you're handling other people's money, you're making business, you're making financial decisions for people. You know, I think ethics are uh, top of the list. So having won that award was uh, truly a very proud moment for us. And of course, uh, you know, without our clients, we wouldn't have won anything. So we thank all of you clients that are listening and those that are not. And again, if you're not a client, we'd love to visit with you. Now, I want to talk about Medicare and open enrollment right now. There, are, and, and I want to go over with you five things that you need to know. Now, open enrollment is going on through the middle of December. And uh, it is an extremely important time in my view. Uh, if you are on Medicare, and uh, you let this period go by, you may be making some big mistakes there, all right? So let me go over with you. Um, if you have a Medicare 
uh, health plan or prescription drug plan, it's important that you compare your coverage, okay, especially the drug plans, because your medications that you're taking may have changed, you ha or maybe you have new ones that you weren't taking before. So open enrollment goes through December 7th, so you don't have much time if you haven't done it, and uh, it's time to review your plan and make your changes. So even if you're happy with your current coverage, you might find a better fit for your budget, your health needs, and if you miss the deadline, you'll have to wait most likely another full year before you can uh, do it again, okay? So here are five things you need to think about. First of all, review your plan notice, okay? Be sure to read any notices from your Medicare plan about changes for the next year, especially where it says annual notice of change. When you get that letter, read it. It's really important. They're telling you what's gonna change, and you may not like what's on that, and you need to change if you don't. Secondly, Think about what matters most to you, okay? Medicare health and drug plans change each year, so and so do your health, uh, your health needs. So do you, do you need a new primary care doctor? Does your network include the specialist you want for an upcoming surgery? Does your current plan cover your new medications? Does another plan offer the same value at lower cost? All these questions, you got to answer them, and you need to take stock of your health start status and determine if you need to make a change. Number three, Find out if you qualify for help paying for your Medicare. Okay, there are, depending on your state, there are programs that can help with costs of Medicare premiums. Your Medicare Part A, which is hospital insurance, your Part B, which is medical insurance, deductibles, coinsurance, copayments, and Medicare prescription drug costs. So go to Medicare.gov or make an appointment. To, we'll visit with you. We, our our uh, retirement planners are trained in Medicare, and they can help you with that. So, you know, seek help and, 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 and make sure you, you – uh, Look at all the different parts of your Medicare plan. Number four, shop for plans that meet your needs and fit your budget. Okay, that's one of the things that you may, you may be paying more than you need to. You may have benefits that you don't need that you're paying for. Again, you want to look for things that may cost you less, cover your, what you want, let you use the providers you want, the doctor you want, the pharmacy you want, etc. So if you find that your current coverage still meets your needs, then you don't need to make any changes. And the fifth thing you need to do is to check your plan's star rating before you enroll, okay? Again, you need to find out what their star rating is. Um, and, and if you know that, plans are rated for quality from one to five star scale. One star represents poor performance. Five stars represents excellent performance. So be, be sure you use the ratings to compare the quality of any health or drug plans that you are considering. All right. So all of this is uh, we would like to we'd love to help you with, um, you know, you can go online and do it. But maybe working with somebody, uh, a human being that can help walk you through it might be better. If that's the case, we'd love to help you with that. So our, our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. We'll do that with you. No charge or obligation. But keep in mind that we're retirement planners. So what we want to do is not just talk about Medicare with you, which is super important, and we want to do that, but it is a piece of the puzzle. Because in that puzzle, there's also Social Security. There's also income taxes. There's also your investments. There's also your cash flow. There's, also, there's all kinds of things that inter interplay with each other to create your retirement plan that we want to help you with if we can. So we have several resources available to you on our website. One is we have uh, virtual seminars on Social Security, on Medicare, all those kind of things that are available to you. Also, you can visit with one of our retirement planners by clicking on Meet with an Advisor. You can watch videos, articles, podcasts on all of the above and educate yourself. 
I'm telling you, our website is a uh, gold mine of resources of information. Uh, and uh, at least that's my view. And uh, certainly you can uh, uh, determine that for yourself. But rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what did your advisor tell you to do when the market was falling like a stone back in, in March? Nothing? Oh, my. Well, stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. <laughs> Jack, you're on your game, man. Uh, and uh, I, I'm founder of Retirement Planners of America. We're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. We work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And I believe, uh, we believe as a firm philosophically that the five years before you retire and the five years after you retire, that decade is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. And why do we believe that? Well, because up until then, hopefully, you've had wages, you know, and so if, you're, if your investments did this or that, you still had your wages to live on and all of that. Now, you get within five years of your retirement, or you are within that first five years of retirement, and so your ability to retire is going to be severely impacted, in my view, if you take a large loss in your investments, and then secondly, if you are already retired and you, if you are in that first five years of your retirement, there are many studies that have shown that if you take a large loss then, that your ability to sustain your lifestyle that you want will be significantly impaired. So because of that, we believe that that decade is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. And managing yourself through that, we think, is extremely important. Now, we have two investment principles that we adhere to. Now, we have 10 overall, but the two I want to talk with you about, one is take only as much risk as is appropriate to accomplish your financial goals. That's, number, that's one of our, that's actually number six. And number two is growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. So those- To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. <laughs> Well, I love you back, man. So those are two of our 10, but those are the two that apply to the conversation I want to have with you now. So our belief system is that, again, if you take, and, and, and studies show this, it's not just our belief system. It, it's mathematically provable that if you take a big, bad loss during that decade, it's going to impact you financially for a long time. And so we believe that protecting against that is extremely important. Now, we have a strategy that is called invest and protect. And this strategy is the one that told us to sell in, in November of 2007. It told us to sell uh, multiple times over the last decade, certainly in 2018 before the big drop that we saw then. And then this year on March 10th, it told us to sell as well. Um, and, in, uh, and, and that was <laughs> unbelievably to us the day before the pandemic was announced. <laughs> so that was kind of crazy. But be that as it may, the reason why we told our clients to sell and get out is because we believe that protecting against significant downside is super important. Now, you also have to have a buy strategy, and our buy strategy this year, for example, said to buy again on June 4th, uh, which was after the, uh, you know, all the turmoil was over with. And so my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is this. What did your advisor tell you to do during the time that the S&P in March and early April, when we saw the stock market, the S&P drop 40%? What did they tell you to do? 
I suspect they told you, hang in there, don't worry, it'll come back, everything's going to be fine. Well, if that's the case, I want to change the story. And I want to say that let's say that there is a huge, big, giant tornado coming towards you. And you're looking at that big thing, and it's, 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 you know, it's 100 yards wide or a mile wide, whatever the big giant ones look like. And it's just coming right towards you. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, what should I do? So you turn to the emergency worker pe people that are supposed to protect you and the, fire, the, the sirens and the, the storm shelters and all that, and you say, what do I do? And they look at you and they go, nothing. Just stay there. And, and don't worry about it because you know what? After every tornado in history, everything got rebuilt, and it got rebuilt just fine. You know, it took a while in some cases. You know, we had a lot of destruction, and, you know, you, you got to wait for your house to be rebuilt, and maybe, you know, people died and all that, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Eventually, everything got rebuilt, and it was all fine. So just stay there, and, and, and don't worry about it. Just close your eyes and hope it doesn't kill you. To me, that is the height of irresponsibility. I don't even understand the logic of that. Okay, in, in my view, you get in the stupid storm shelter. Well, but Ken, what happens if the storm doesn't even come? Well, I mean, you see it coming, but then it peters out or it turns, you know, it turns right and it misses everything and it goes out and it just vanishes into thin air and nothing happened. Then you shouldn't have gone into the storm shelter. You should have stayed out and, you know, you'd be fine. Okay, but I didn't know that when I was looking at that storm. When I saw that tornado coming, I didn't know that was going to be the case. And so taking shelter is the smart thing to do, in my view, if you don't know that you're not going to get killed. So back in March, did anybody know that the Federal Reserve was going to throw $2 trillion at the thing? This has never happened in history. It's unprecedented. They were looking at, you know, and they bought, they bought up some of the bond market. This is the government buying private enterprise. You know, this is an interesting thing that we've never seen before. They actually were talking about buying up the stock market if it kept on going down, which is what the Chinese did back in 2018. They were buying the stock market every day at the close. So all of a sudden, we had the Federal Reserve doing things that were unprecedented in our country. Who would have known that that was going to happen? And then the Congress came out with a $3 trillion package. What if they hadn't done that? Or what if they mismanaged it? And, and we're sitting right now with the Dow down, you know, 20,000 points or whatever in the Great Depression and all that. And you're sitting there looking at that. You, your house has been destroyed. Your finances have been destroyed. And you go back to your advisor and you say, you know, you told me everything was going to be okay. Well, you know, historically it comes back. So, you know, 15 years from now, maybe you'll be better again. Is that what you want? In my view, that is not a financial plan. That is just a hope and a prayer. And I, I believe in hope, I believe in prayer, but I also don't think it's a good financial plan to have, okay? So we have our strategy, which we call Invest and Protect, and I encourage you, you can go online and, and uh, to our website, you can visit with our retirement planners, we'll go over with you, we'll help you to build a retirement plan, we'll help you to build into your retirement planning a defensive strategy, because again, growth is important, we believe that, and we want to grow your money, but at the same time, we believe that protection of your principal is even more important. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt in my mind at all. Now, let me tell you, 
Uh, two things you can do on our website. One is you can sign up for our, our virtual seminar on retirement planning during the pandemic. We have all kinds of information we'd like to share with you on that. It's uh, I think it's very informative and you'll like it. Also, we have uh, you can visit with one of our retirement planners, as I said, by clicking on meet with an advisor and no charge or obligation there. So rpoa.com. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on your digital assets to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am a founder of Retirement Planners of America. I've actually been doing this uh, financial stuff for 30 years. Wow, I can't even believe it. And uh, we're a- To infinity and beyond. You know, if I could make that happen, I would. I love this job. I love what I do. There is nothing more validating than helping a client to achieve their retirement goals. To ha to, and we call, we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. And our goal for you is to be able to enjoy what, whatever lifestyle it is that you want. If you want to just relax and do nothing, we want to facilitate that. If you want to be an active person and go do tons of stuff, we want to help you to do that too. If your deal is you want to spend time with family and do that, we want to help you. We want to facilitate the lifestyle that you want the second childhood without parental supervision. And if we can accomplish that, there is nothing that I that, that makes me happier. I love what I do. I plan on doing it. You know, our headquarters are, are in Texas. And, and uh, one of the things that they say in Texas is that, uh, you know, I'm going to die with my boots on. And uh, that's me. I, I have zero plans of ever retiring. I'd like to, I'd like to do this for the rest of my life if, uh, if I'm able to, if, I, if my mental and physical faculties allow me to. Um, and, you know, one of the things that... Uh, we're very fortunate. Uh, we work with over 9,000 families in, in 48 states, and it's just wonderful. And recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. Actually, eight years in a row they did that. And uh, I have to say that I'm proud of that, of course, but I know that without our beloved and most valued clients, I would be nowhere. So all you clients, I love you. I thank you. And uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And this week, we're going to talk about how to pass on all your digital assets, all that stuff that you carry around with you on your phone, in your computer, all that stuff. It's valuable. And how do you pass it on? So we're going to talk about that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. And though my pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire. And of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And you know, the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, we're going to talk about passing on all that stuff you have on your phone, on your computer, to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. So let me go over, first of all, some of the things that you may not be aware of, and, and these are the obstacles to the aforementioned greedy unwashed getting to your digital assets. Okay, so first of all, think of passwords. Do, does your family, does your trustee, your executor, do they know your passwords? Do they know where you store them? Because without the passwords, they can't get into anything. 
<laughs> you know, so that's the first thing. And 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 if they don't know your passwords, they may not be able to access stuff. They may not even know that stuff exists. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that there's a lot of data encryption going on in the world today. So d digitally stored data could be encrypted and adding another layer of protection on top of your passwords. So you, they may have your passwords, but the encryption may ena not enable them to get in because they're going from another computer or something like that. So you need to be, especially those of you, and you know, I have clients who have like, you know, version seven of the iPhone. <laughs> I have clients who don't even have smartphones. They have flip phones still, okay? They don't trust all that internet stuff. So if you have an older phone and you have all that stuff, it makes it really hard. So that's one thing. The other thing is criminal laws. There are both state and federal laws that prohibit unauthorized access to computer systems and private personal data. So if your kids, you know, your other people upon your death go and try to do that, they could be committing a felony. You know, this is not anything to be trifled with. So they have to be careful. There are data privacy laws they could be violating. So what do you do? Well, let me go over. First of all, make a list. Make a list of all of your digital assets, every single one. And so your loved ones know what you have and where they can find it. Include all your important passwords, online accounts, email, social media, all that stuff. And your digital property, which means domain names, virtual currency, if you have Bitcoin, all that stuff. Store your list in a secure location and make sure your family no members know how to access it. Number two is understand what you really own. You know, believe it or not, you may think you own all your, your iTunes stuff according to the terms of the agreement when you purchase it. You don't, all right? So be careful. You, you may think you own stuff, but you don't. There also may be limitations uh, on restricting the number of times that you can do stuff. Uh, you know, what's on Facebook and, and all the stuff that you have. So check the terms of agreement for the vendors of music, the digital assets you have, and make sure you understand all that. Number three. Back up all your day, the, all the stuff that you're backing up on the cloud. If you store in the cloud, back them up to a local computer or storage device as well. I know it's it, it sounds like a lot of work, but at least they'll have it in the cloud. They may not be able to get to it. All right, so don't just rely on the cloud. Number four, provide consent in legal documents. That's important because otherwise they're violating the law. So you need to give them consent. So work with an estate planning attorney to update your wills, your powers of attorney. If you have living trust, all of that. They should include specific language giving lawful consent for them to uh, and for providers. Facebook will tell no one what your password is unless you have that in place. So upon your death, your Facebook account may be frozen forever. So you got to have all that in place. All right. So that's a tip this week. And if you haven't done all that, make sure you talk to somebody that can help you with it. Now, uh, as I mentioned, our firm is Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So if you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, we have a lot of stuff going on right now. One is Medicare enrollment. is We're right smack dab in the middle. It goes till December 7th. So we have uh, information on there. We have a webinar about it. So go on our website, rpoa.com, and educate yourself. Number two, you can sign up for our retirement planning during the pandemic series, and we have that online as well. And number three is you could visit with one of our retirement planners and go directly to the source and build a retirement plan to accomplish the lifestyle that you want, your second childhood without parental supervision. All of that, rpoa.com. POA.com. All right, we got to wrap it up. I cannot believe how fast this show's gone. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed doing it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye bye, everybody. Of course not. It's 
tone in the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.